This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Your host, Felice Gerwitz, is an author, a publisher, and your radio show host. She will encourage, educate, and inspire you with answers to your most pressing questions from homeschool, marriage, parenting, and much more. Felice loves to equip moms to live a Christian life because every moment counts. Be sure to visit her website at MediaAngels.com. And here's your host, Felice Gerwitz. Hey everyone and welcome. This is Felice Gerwitz with an episode of Vintage Homeschool Moms and today we are going to talk about the best summertime outdoor activities. This is episode 279 and you can find the show notes at vintagehomeschoolmoms.com. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. You can subscribe on your smartphone or on the website at vintagehomeschoolmoms.com. There are subscribe buttons there. And please remember to share this episode with a friend, as well as give us a star rating on iTunes. I also want to thank our sponsor, the well-planned gal, Rebecca Ferris. She has a a variety of planners for every homeschool need and the prayer journal, which is brand new. I got a chance to see it, and I absolutely love it. You can visit wellplannedgal.com, and in just a few minutes, I can't wait to tell you a little bit more about them. In my last podcast, uh, Best Summertime Rainy Day Activities, uh, which is episode 277, I went over some things like rules that are important for the kids to know before you begin an activity, as well as encouraging positive character qualities. And you may want to listen uh, to that episode uh, to learn a little bit more um, because that is really important. It's important to realize that the minute the kids get outside, all they want to do is run and say, um, I'm free and in the wild. And sometimes they act like that too. And especially in our family where they're older and younger, Um, people around, we want to remind the kids not to wipe out grandma as they are careening uh, down the driveway. So, um, you know, it's always good to remind the kids of, you know, some of the rules about what is acceptable and what's not. And kids can be directed, you know, outside as well as inside. And I'm really happy to say that, you know, setting some boundaries really does work. A lot of times, I grew up um, in a very permissive atmosphere um, when I was taking my education courses when I was in college. And the big fear was we were going to stifle creativity and we needed creative kids. We needed kids who were not robots, kids who could think. And I tell you what, it's been anything but that from what I see as an outcome from the school system. All we got were kids that were confused, that wanted to know what they were supposed to do, and it definitely did not stifle their creativity. So, um, you know, giving the kids some boundaries about what they can do is great and also encouraging them to learn new things. So um, I've got about 10 things here I want to share with you, and I'm not going to be able to go through every single one of these things. So um, be sure to go to VintageHomeschoolMoms.com and look for Summertime Outdoor Activities for the entire list. It's episode 279. All right, number one, my family would not let me put this anywhere else, but number one, and that is sports. But I added with little skill because I'm not the most skilled when it comes to sports. So things like badminton have always been 
a family favorite in our yard. And one of the reasons is it takes a minimal fuss and setup. Uh, There's very little skill involved. Another thing my kids love to do is archery. Um, They actually had their own bow and arrows, and these were things that we would buy them at Christmas time, and um, they were nicer ones. And then as it turned out, my boys were very resourceful, and they would find sticks, and they would make bow and arrows, and they did a really good job with that. So um, that was a fun thing to do. Um, One of the things that my kids love to do in the summer, especially when it's hot, are the water balloon fights. And we would do messy relay races with water balloons, and that is standing close to each other, uh, tossing the water balloon back and forth, and then getting further and further back. And it's really a fun thing to do. Um, Things like this, you know, and here's the homeschool mom and me um, coming out. I would do with the kids while we were tossing back and forth, and I would ask them a question. And uh, it was really fun to do it and just, you know, a fun way to review while you're outside playing a game. The second is camping. I've mentioned this in a previous podcast, but this is one of the highlights of our summertime and wintertime when we were homeschooling and before my kids were always involved in sports. Um, we always went camping. And so it can be in the backyard, which my kids have done. They have uh, set up the camper and it has been difficult at times when they were younger, especially to get them back in the house. Uh, Because we'd go out there for a night or two and then my husband was like, no, I've got to sleep in my bed because I need to get up and, you know, get to work the next day. And I remember um, having to go out and tell the kids before cell phones and then with cell phones, I could just call them and say, would you guys settle down? They were laughing hysterically um, in in the camper and having a grand time. So um, that was always fun. And also, um, you know, tent camping is fun. Do keep an eye on the weather. Um, Sleeping under the stars. Um, I've never done this, but it seems like it would be fun. Um, and I had help in putting this list together with my kids. So that this is some of their wish list. And one of their things that they said they absolutely loved, and we've done this a lot, is cooking over charcoal grill or even in the fireplace. So you can skewer um, hot dogs or um, some other type of meat. I've I have skewered. Um, chunks of vegetables and meat and done that before. And one of the things um, I will advise you to do is to soak those skewers because I only didn't soak them one time (laughs) before I had a fire on my hand because what do you think you're doing when you're putting wood on a fireplace um, or a fire grate? Uh, So um, when you soak it in water, it does sizzle, but it it does smoke, but it um, it doesn't burn up. Kind of fun thing to do. Stargazing at night. The summer skies are awesome for this. Um, We had a um, really good set of binoculars that we used. I knew a lot about the constellations, so I could help my kids. But I found uh, recently an app that has the summertime constellations, and you just kind of plug in where you live, and it shows you what the summertime sky looks like on your phone. How awesome is that? Um, And the... Days of old, we had those books. I don't know if you remember them that glowed in the dark so that you could get them in the light and then bring them outside and that would help because you don't want any light um, if you can avoid it because it helps you um, see the stars so much better when it's super dark. 
Another fun activity is going on um, a trail with your bike. So taking your bikes to a a local park or off the beaten trail. Um, We live in a subdivision that has acreage. And before there were a lot of houses that were in the subdivision. And when my kids were younger, um, they would bike through some some wooded areas. And I'd always remind them to be careful of snakes. And, um, and that was fun when they're littler, uh, it's so much easier cause they're within your, you know, eyesight. And I remember putting noisemakers in the spokes that was always fun or even decorating their bikes. Um, one time they had a bike parade where they decorated their, their bikes and that was a fun thing. Um, another time they set up sprinklers and they rode their bikes, um, on the driveway through the sprinklers. So, Again, you know, my kids were very creative and um, always had some idea of things that they um, wanted to do and usually uh, would take one idea and extrapolate it out into so many other ideas. We're going to take a quick commercial break here. When we come back, I'm going to share with you a lot more ideas that you can do with your kids. We'll be right back. A planner is not a planner unless it is a well-planned planner. The well-planned gal, Rebecca Ferris, is a homeschool mom who has a gift, and she shares her talents with us in her planner series. A few of the amazing planners available are the well-planned day, student planners, and even the high school four-year planner. The newest planner is the well-planned prayer planner with an all-in-one planner and organizer. Organize your day with a focus on placing God first. Journaling 101, as well as scripture verses, permeate this beautiful book. Take it everywhere and you will have all the information you need at your fingertips. Best of all, it becomes a keepsake and a wonderful guide for making prayer a priority. This journal is truly life-changing. Visit wellplannedgal.com for more information. Hey, everyone, and welcome back. This is Felice Gerwitz with an episode of Vintage Homeschool Moms, episode 279, the best summertime outdoor activities. Uh, Don't forget to go check out the Well-Planned Gal. Um, They are a sponsor. I want to thank them for that. And also, show notes are on the website at VintageHomeschoolMoms.com. And I look for uh, this episode and subscribe to this podcast and share it with a friend. Thank you so much. Number five, you ready? Nature walks. But I've got a twist and I'm, I've got some, you know, different things I listed in the show notes. But one of the things I wanted to share with you is something we did that was so fun. And that was a night walk. You can only use the moon and no flashlight. Of course, it has to be a night where the moon is out. We did this camping one time. We met some people, an older couple, and they were delightful. The the lady was an artist and she asked if she could sit with us and she was showing my daughter how to draw. Of course, I love art. So I was picking up some tips from her. And then she said to me, she said um, to my husband and I, have you ever been on a night walk? And we said, no. And she said, oh my gosh, we need to go tonight. So we did and we went with them and um, it was so much fun. You could see so many things. The It wasn't like going through the the unbeaten path. It was on a path, so I was happy with that. Not that we didn't have our flashlights with us. We did, but um, we stayed on the path, and it was really cool. You could hear the owls, and you could, um, you know, just listen to the 
critters scampering and the best uh, thing that I loved was watching or seeing, uh, you know, the birds, uh, some of the birds at night that were out. You know, I always thought the birds went to sleep at night, but some of them were out. And also um, the leaves, you know, through the moonlight were just gorgeous. Uh, So she said this gave her lots of ideas for her artwork. Uh, The sixth thing is fishing. Um, You can start out very simple with a stick and a string and a hook. Uh, My kids recently are using uh, corn and um, little bits of hot dog. Uh, So I I went out into the the, uh, garage refrigerator and I see a bowl with uh, mixed uh, vegetables that were a little bit... uh, past due they were they were getting I think I was supposed to throw them out or I asked one of my sons to throw them out found them in the refrigerator outside and come to find out um, when I asked what it was doing out there that they are using that to fish in our pond Uh, so they go down our street where there is um, the service ditch brings you know fish down to like an area where they feed into a bigger pond and so they have been catching fish and bringing them into our pond uh, from this uh, this area. It's totally allowed, but I just always am amazed that my kids, you know, are fairly older now, and they still are doing things that they did when they were younger. I think that the thing they like now is that, you know, they don't have to be in the minute it gets dark. They can be out there a little bit later now that they're older. Um, And then you can make your own, um, you know, fishing um, pole, which is always fun. And if you fish in a pond, especially if you're in Southwest Florida, you want to be careful because of alligators and things like that. So just make sure even in our yard um, that is fairly protected, I always um, have the adults out there with the kids. I don't want any kids out there alone. Um, I'm the, the worry person in the family or the most uh, strict with the rules. So better safe than sorry, right? The seventh is one of our favorites, and that is a picnic. For my kids' birthdays, we would go out to Sanibel Island, um, which means you pay a toll to go over the bridge, and we always had a picnic lunch for on the way back, and we actually would eat it after we got off the causeway um, because there's water there, and it's not really a place where you go swimming, but you can access the the beach still, um, you know, more of, it's kind of got a murky, um, silt bottom to it. So it's not where people swim, but people do fish there, but they had picnic tables and bathrooms and stuff set up and it was really fun. And sometimes we would just, um, eat our picnic lunch there. You know, I always did something simple like finger foods. And if it was a birthday, we'd have cupcakes and things like that. Um, if you picnic in your backyard, that is always fun with a blanket or the tailgate of a car. We have done that as well. And it's just so much fun. I don't know what it is about picnic food, um, but it seems like it's, oh, my, this is what my friend said. She says, when someone else makes you a sandwich, um, even if you don't typically eat sandwiches, which I don't, it always tastes like the best thing ever because it was made with love. So we're going to go with that. <laughs> Um, number eight is competition. Um, my, my daughter laughed at this one, but you can do fun kinds of competitions, okay, where the kids are, you know, doing things in the yard and, and um, you know, racing each other and stuff like that. But one of the things that an, a friend of mine and her family did that they loved was train for a marathon. And my daughter just thought, you know, that was, you know, not a fun thing to do for the summer. But 
It is if you run in marathons. And my niece does run in a marathon I'm at Disney every year. And she even has her kids run. There's kids entries there. So look and see if there are places um, that you can, um, you know, sign up for a marathon. And so you know months ahead of time and you can train slowly, focus on the foods that are healthy to eat for when you're training and things like that. And number nine is water sports, okay? So all of the stuff that typically goes with summer swimming, sailing, boating, paddle boarding. Um, It was um, funny, my daughter uh, saw that was available recently. She's home from college. And we were at one of the kind of of out-of-the-way beaches that we know about out here in Southwest Florida. It's a little bit of a drive from my house. We have a beach that's 15 minutes away, but we go drive to this other beach because she likes it. And it's Um, further away. And as she said, this is where we found the big shells that we've never really found before. But they had paddle boarding there. So one of her friends is going to come visit this summer. And I said, you know, this would be a fun thing to do. And she said, Mom, that sounds like work to stand up and to row. (laughs) So for her, it wouldn't be fun. But I know a lot of people do it as a sport. So maybe it would be. Um, and you know, the other thing that the little kids and I did, which is much closer to home and easier, and that's make little paper boats. You can float them in the bathtub if you don't want to go to somewhere where there's water or pond. Um, but that's really fun to do and to experiment with different types of paper and to see how long it takes, especially if it's paper before it sinks. And also, um, you know, to use things like wax paper that you can glue to the outside and help it to stay afloat. And the last thing is something uh, that we have done on a very limited basis, but it really, really interests me, I think, because I like mysteries and adventure, especially in a book, uh, more so than in real life, and that is uh, geocaching. And I believe I have a podcast. I didn't look before I did this episode. I will look and see if I find it. Um, with that topic. And it is a fun thing that you can do. It's like going on an adventure. And some of the things that you will find are really awesome. And the idea is that you use coordinates, you use a website, and you map, uh, you find where the people actually give you the coordinates of where the treasure is. So you follow those coordinates. And then when you find the treasure, you can either leave it there or you can replace it with one of your own. And I've heard that people have found things from, you know, maybe a coin um, to, you know, just some little plastic toy that you would get with a, you know, a meal from a a restaurant. So, um, you know, if, if I was doing it, I would put something really cool in there um, rather than something that wouldn't be any fun to find. And if you have a great idea that I left out, what is it? Um, please share it with me. You can go to vintagehomeschoolmoms.com and look for this episode 279, Best Summertime Outdoor Activities, and leave your note with me. And remember, to uh, find the show notes, go to, again to the website and find them there as well as to subscribe and share with a friend. Thanks so much. And I hope you enjoy this. And don't forget to sign up for our e-zine at the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network because there you will get uh, freebies every month that come just for our subscribers in particular. Thank you so much. Take care and God bless. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Visit Felice at MediaAngels.com and the VintageHomeschoolMoms.com. Vintage Homeschool Moms is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.